we have started this because we wanted to expand representation. But the reason we want to expand representation is because that is how you increase the diversity of thought. That's how you increase the diversity of innovation. And so we spend a lot of time supporting partners and identifying partners because we want to amplify their voices. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Perhaps amongst the most frustrating things with leading an organization is how to align or work with your desired target companies. We always ask ourselves, if this is the desired company I want to work with and I want to be their partner, how do I work with them? I'm talking about trying to work with those movers and shakers of the industry. You can feel like a small fish in a big pond filled with sharks, whales, and all sorts of other creatures out there, and you feel that you don't have a voice. But today, we have two amazing leaders from Microsoft responsible for the growth and strategy for some of Microsoft's key partners and communities. We have with us today Ramel Mitchell and Regina Johnson. Now, Ramel is a global director of the Black Partner Growth Initiative and has been with Microsoft for over 19 years. Well, in a few more months, it'll be exactly 20 years. He has championed Microsoft's corporate and social responsibility initiatives that have driven innovation, digital equity, and tech ecosystem development in the communities, all with the sole focus of how to engage customers and leverage technology to empower individuals and organizations. But not to be outdone, Regina is also a returning guest that we've had on this program before. She's a senior manager for Global Partner Solutions at Microsoft, where she is a strategic lead for programs for over 1,000 tech business owners within the Microsoft ecosystems. She shapes the strategy, and that's why we call her the strategy lead, and the long-term planning to increase the economic impact for these business owners while managing access to Microsoft's key resources key programs, including access to the $50 million capital partner fund, which hopefully we could talk a little bit about that today. So if you're looking to grow your practice within Microsoft and you're looking to find out how do I make the money? Where's the money? Who's the programs I need to be a part of? We have two key leaders that can help you out today. Regina, Ramel, welcome to the Twins Talking Up program. How are you? Doing good. Always excited to be here with you, David and Danny, and excited to be here with my colleague and co-lead, Ramel. I'm excited to talk with you all. Yeah, this this is a day, you know, uh, so being on your podcast here, I've heard so much about it. Regina had such a great time before, so I feel honored to be part of this very special podcast here. Regina, you know, I know you've been here before, so looking forward to, to doing this here with uh with Regina as well thank God well we are both excited this is David by the way to have you here to share with our audience what you're doing in the world of Microsoft we want to ask you to tell us a little bit about the Microsoft growth initiative 
And what does this mean to you and the value of the work that you're doing to help this partner community? So the Black Partner Growth Initiative is um, is a uh, is an initiative that's near and dear to to, to Microsoft. So in 2020, our company's leadership uh, looked at our partner ecosystem and noticed that there was a, a deficit in terms of the number of Black technology companies that we were working with um, that are Microsoft partners. Um, you know, we have a broad ecosystem of partners. Microsoft goes to market through our partner ecosystem. Our partners are critical to our success and have been. Um, since Microsoft has been a company. And so when we evaluated um, the, the number of Black and African-American um, companies uh, in the U.S. at the time, and even looking globally, that were, that were our partners, we, we had a miss um, in terms of the, the numbers that are there. So the Black Partner Growth Initiative is, is really um, focused on uh, addressing that gap. And this came out of our racial um, equity initiative um, but even though it came out of our REI initiative, you know, one of the great things about it is that we are helping organizations create profitable businesses, technology companies that are doing some amazing work, that are driving innovation, driving solutions, driving support um, in an area that's critical for our business, but critical for, for business that we see happening um, in the U.S. and throughout the globe. And I actually, that, that's definitely a good way to categorize it, Ramel. I'm just going to add to it two things that come to mind. One, it's a channel partner ecosystem strategy. We want to recruit uh, net new partners. We also want to work with existing partners. We want to support them and enable them. And, they, and enable them. And it's been so exciting to see the growth of many partners because of the support, because of the partnership through Microsoft. And I think the word that always comes to mind when someone asks this question also is access. We're providing access to information, to resources, to capital, to other opportunities to connect with like-minded partners. And that type of access can really, really drive growth. And that's what we've seen. This is Danny, and I really appreciate the both of you talking about that because it's very important when we think about a organization that's valued at a trillion dollars, bringing in billions of dollars every single quarter, we have to ask ourselves, how can I survive and thrive in that huge ecosystem? And I'm glad that the both of you are here to talk about that. Even Regina, when you mentioned access, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later because all of us want a piece of that $50 million pie. And I will have to tell you that my organization at Meetup, we're grateful that Microsoft invested in us and we were able to take advantage of the capital fund and hire uh, more employees. Uh, in fact, we hired uh, three employees because of that. And we're really excited that even during this economic uh, turmoil, we actually hired another employee and that individual starts tomorrow, believe it or not. Uh, so I have a quick question. Because of the work that the both of you are doing, we all want to know, look, it sounds great. It sounds awesome. But we are in this holiday spirit. We want to know. Give us a good, feel-good story that has happened, right? I mean, I don't know if you guys get around your parents and they always want to put on these Hallmark movies and people <laughs> want to cry and all this other stuff. But tell me, from the both of you guys, tell me a, a feel-good story that has happened uh, due to the work that you've done here at the uh, for the Microsoft Black Partner Growth Initiative. And let's go ahead and begin with Regina since you started off last, and then we'll go to Ramel if that's okay with you. First of all, I want to say congratulations on hiring a new staff. That is awesome for your company. It made me smile. Uh, first, feel good. There's so many feel good. I mean, when you are working collaboratively internally and externally, good stuff happens. But I mean, the first thing that came to mind was 
I started two years ago during the pandemic here at Microsoft. I spent two years not seeing a lot of people. And we've activated, I'm sure we'll get deeper into this, some in-person sessions where we're coming to various cities talking to partners within the initiative, the BBGI Innovation Forums. And recently in our session in Houston, I was able to meet a partner that I met the very first year I started Enroll, who was talking about some of the ideas that she had. This is uh, Jacqueline from Engaged Media. And being there, seeing it, her in person for the first time in two years, it was like seeing family. And she was there and all of the ideas that she had Two years ago, she expanded on it and it was coming to fruition. And that was awesome to be there in person for the first time, to see her, to engage with other partners. That felt really good to think through all the work that we helped to collaborate with her and then able to see her really, really come to fruition with it. And there were several stories like that at several of the forums. I think really seeing it in person is empowering, not only for us as we do this work, but also for partners who we collaborate with. Yeah, I, I love that story too, Regina, because she's done such an amazing, uh, such an amazing job there in building a, uh, an amazing platform, leveraging kind of all of what BAPG um, is really about. And you know, something that, uh, that uh, uh, Danny, David, yeah, you, you mentioned a little earlier, and that was, you know, how to leverage the, uh, the funding, the capital funding program. You know, there are a couple of pieces here. The thing that really, um, I think is a hallmark moment, if you will, is how do we leverage innovation, right? Microsoft is a company that every day when we wake up, we think about how do we innovate? How do we help uh, uh, drive our mission of empowerment across the globe? And so when we uh, work with a number of these, uh, the partners that are part of BAPG, we see that every day. I mean, it's not just a card, it's the spirit of the season, if you will. Um, and the momentum that we move forward and seeing that is just great. I, I think of a, a company out of Austin, uh, for instance, that was able to hire uh, two individuals that were, that were senior uh, um, technical engineers, if you will, uh, to help build out and transform their business. Now they're, now they're looking at expanding, not just from one, uh, not from just one industry, but across the globe. There was another great story out of Atlanta um, where, uh, where we see a company that really has grown literally alongside BAPG as we've grown. Even though we've been in market for only two years, this company has seen exponential growth, 600% growth um, since, uh, since engagement. And that's not just in the U.S. It's global expo exposure. It's the number of applications, solutions that are in marketplace. And, and to me, that's the thing. When we wake up and when we think about BAPG, what it could be, what the, what the real driver is, it's building that type of innovation, that type of practice, helping organizations grow um, an impact in the community in which, you know, uh, it's very few companies um, can do and, and, and are doing. And we're, we're part of that, this great experience. That is fantastic. I love the numbers that the, both of you are throwing out there and the growth and the success stories. All, I'm, all I hear my audience is going to, going to say is that, wow, if I just work with Regina and Ramel, I'm going to get this success, this growth, hire multiple people. It just sounds fantastic. And I would say it is due to some of the work that we've done with Microsoft as well, that we were able to expand internationally. We had, I think maybe 10 or 15 partners we did work with in EMEA. 
We uh, hired out in the Philippines. We're doing work in India. I can't wait until mm -hmm. you guys tell us to, to go to Africa because we have a lot mm -hmm. of friends over there to do yep. some work over there in Africa. I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. um, this next question I have, I would say that I was very fortunate along with Dave and some of the members of our team, we were able to be part of the BIPG Roadshow, the Black Partner Growth Initiative mm -hmm. Roadshow. You, you guys have been traveling around the country. You've done a lot of work to really educate engage the partners that teach them how to grow their business within Microsoft. Where are you guys hoping to go next? I know you're in DC, you're in New York, you're in Atlanta, you're in Dallas and Houston, Texas. Uh, Romel, where do you guys want to go next? You know, so Regina and I are probably just both at the edge on saying this <laughs> and it's so excited on doing this. We, all, we could probably time it. So we will be Atlanta, Georgia, uh, next week on August, on December the 8th, um, and it will be an opportunity for us to engage. And this is going to be amazing. It was great seeing you all there at the um, uh, at our forums in, in Houston and Dallas and D.C. and New York. Uh, Atlanta, we are we're we're almost oversubscribed. We're almost at a point of being on a waiting list, uh, technically. Um, this is going to be held on our new campus, the, the Atlantic Yards campus. This is the newest campus that Microsoft has uh, in the U.S. It's, a, it's the second largest campus that we have in the U.S., um, and it's an amazing facility. But, but beyond the facility, beyond the fact that, that, um, you know, that we're going to we're, we're be there and, and engaging with our, our partner community that's, that's local, the real upside here is that, and, and you've seen this, the in-person experience, the ability to connect partner to partner, to have a real conversation. I thought you were going to ask the question about it. Well, how do partners grow and what are the things that you're seeing and how do you navigate and where are the opportunities? Well, each one of those questions that I just posed, we're addressing, and I would love to hear your perspective, we're addressing head on. And when partners leave um, Atlanta, just like when they've left every other event that we've hosted, um, they walk away with the sense of this is how I can make money with Microsoft. I mean, quite frankly, if, if our legal team would have uh, allowed us, I, I think I say that in just, we probably would have named it making money with my, but that's what it is. It's an opportunity for our partners to meet other executives at Microsoft, our, our, a number of our PDMs, our partner development managers, uh, Regina, myself, other leaders, and connect with each other. And so it's been inspiring and amazing to see. We're so thrilled and excited. Hopefully we'll see you there and everyone that's listening today. If you can't join, you, you'll, uh, I'll, I'll let Regina talk about our, our Miami and uh, Charlotte and um, other events that we have coming up next half. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. 
Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Ramel, I could hear the joy in your voice. Uh, I don't know if David could, but the excitement. But we really are excited because you have to go where partners are working, living, breathing, already offering awesome solutions and services to the community. That's why we're going to these cities. We want to be where partners are already thriving and help them figure out how to thrive even more. And it's really a joint effort. I know you said, you know, just contact uh, Regina Rebel. People always bring up our colleague, Daniel Kim, who has talked to so many partners, but it's a joint effort. We're bringing senior executives from across the Microsoft ecosystem who all want to come and see partners in person and say, hey, I see you. I see what you're trying to do. Let's figure out how to expand it even more. And that's why we're doing it in person. Our other cities, we're going to Charlotte and LA in February and Miami in March. And then to the home base at the Microsoft campus in Redmond in April, we'll be looking at other cities like Chicago and then probably doing even some some cycles to come back to cities we've been before where we specifically picked these cities because these are where the partners who are enrolled in BBGI are the most. So we wanted to go where there's higher numbers to say we have seen your growth and we just want to see you and let's work together even more. And, and, and often it's, yeah, we're providing you information and tools, but really you all as partners, Danny, you talked about your work at that meetup, you've already been thriving, right? You, you've already been a successful business owner for several years. And so really it's just us coming along beside you to, to share even more. Yep, spot on. This is David. And I want to go a little further with your innovation tour and the stops that you're making and talking about this illustration of small fish in the vast ocean of Microsoft Hyperscaler, the vast ocean of how to work with this incredible tech giant, I know that there are some smaller organizations, these Black partners that you're engaging with, that might say, how do I truly navigate this ecosystem? Where are the opportunities for someone like myself who might just be getting into it. And we know that partners love working with people that they're used to, with organizations that they're used to. So how is the innovation tour opening the eyes of these black partners to give them not only a picture of how to work with the Microsoft ecosystem, but giving them a way to see the opportunities that they're gonna have, that they can get to the plate and yes, get success. What are some thoughts that you have on that? Uh, Let's start with you, Regina. The first thought is the fact that this initiative even exists is Microsoft saying, we want to work with you. Nice. 
And the reason we are coming in person is because we are reiterating, we want to work with you. Um, many people know Microsoft works with a huge array of partners. There's hundreds of thousands of partners at this initiative, like in the, in the global ecosystem, like you mentioned. But we're really trying to look at the small to medium-sized businesses, which many of the partners who are enrolled in, a, in our initiative are, there's different barriers, there's different needs that SMBs have, and even larger uh, minority-owned partners, there's different needs. And we, in general, as a company, are investing in learning this, this market and learning this community and really thinking through what are the needs, what are the barriers, and what are you being successful at? Because we want to work alongside side you. So yes, the innovation tour is a culmination of that because we feel like we have to be in person. But we've been doing this for the past two years virtually. The same thing, even if you're small, even if you're just getting started, if you are a partner, let's figure out how we can connect you or at least give you the resources that you can connect, your, connect yourself. You know, the only thing I, I would add to that, and Regina, I think I, I agree with you 100% here. The, um, the, the, the other piece that's really super critical um, at the tour is that you really are walking away, whether you're small, medium, large, but particularly for the small and medium companies, is that you really are walking away um, with a roadmap. Um, we we uh, recorded a number of um, responses from attendees over the last four events. Um, that we did. And the one, one of the words that really continued to come out of that was, was roadmap, right? How do you navigate an organization that has 150, 180,000 people? How do you navigate an organization that's, uh, that's shifting and dynamic uh, as, as Microsoft and is focused on really huge problems and challenges? How do you gain that attention? How do you navigate and work with an account team and, and, and attract you know what are the what are the best practices and the solutions in, in terms of solution selling? What's our what's our solution selling roadmap, if you will? What does that look like? How does that align to me? And so we're answering and addressing questions that uh, that small and medium businesses have, right? Particularly the, those that are ISVs or on the services side. You know we're we're addressing those questions head on and really giving insider information, right? In terms of this is how you navigate Microsoft. This is how you build partner to partner business. This is how you identify and grow and, and develop your, your sales org. And what we're walking away with or what our partners really are walking away with um, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, a roadmap, keys to success, opportunities to identify where, um, where Microsoft is going, how we're thinking, and um, how other partners in the space are thinking. Quite frankly, we're one of the only companies in this in this space at this size that's doing this. And to Regina's earlier point, or um, you know, we're we're here, we're at the table, we're inviting everyone to the table. We want to be at the table truly as partners um, uh, grow. We want to be there, right there, um, with our partner ecosystem. And this is such a critical space to be. This is David again, and let me say that what you shared is super exciting. And if you're listening to the Twins Talking About Podcast and you love the content, you appreciate the guests that we bring on and you find this to be of great value, make sure that you are downloading and that you subscribe to the program. Talk about how Microsoft is looking at 2023. What are some of the goals that you've identified for these partners that you're meeting with in terms of how to impact their community in the upcoming year? You know, I think that one, one word that we're looking at is growth. 
right? I probably should say growth and innovation, right? Those are the two words that we, that we really live by, right? How are we helping our organizations that are partnering with us grow their business? At the end of the day, our mission is to build a multi-billion dollar partner ecosystem, right? And so when we think about this, this initiative is about that we don't get there by staying static. We don't get there by just focusing on the on the edge of, of what we what what companies could be or should be or talking um, about this from an academic standpoint. We get there by providing um, tools, solutions, roadmaps, a journey that our partners can leverage to grow their business. So whether that's growing their ACR, that's Azure Consumer Revenue, whether that's growing um, the, the work, we see so many of our partners that are in um, the media space, particularly like metaverse space, there's so much amazing work that's happening there. They're driving net new types of technologies built on our solution platform stack that, that are amazing across state and local government, across education, across nonprofit, across federal, across enterprise space, energy. And so, so many of these spaces um, are, um, are identifying new challenges for their customers. And we are right there with our partners. We, wanna, we want our partners that are part of um, BAPG to be alongside everyone else that's looking at this from a global standpoint. I mentioned a little earlier, you know, we had a, um, we, there, there was a, 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 the number of black partners that we had in our ecosystem was, was, was limited. It was smaller than what we would like to say the least. So one of the things as we think about it for our partners for FY23 is to focus on growth. We do that through supporting sales and development. Um, uh, we do that through uh, technical training and development. We do that through where, where, uh, where appropriate post-sale motion. We do that through ensuring that uh, those, uh, those skills are there. We do that through the capital program. Everything that we are doing is about growing your business. If you're, if you're a partner listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, <laughs> the reason why you're listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast is not just because they talk it up, but what they're talking about is, is growing and developing and innovating. And Microsoft is right there thinking about those, uh, those, those critical challenges that will allow our partners to succeed. I was just gonna say, I, I love that. Um... For FY23, I just add a little bit more. We are continuing a lot of the goals that we've had, but to Ramel's point, it's all about helping you build your business. I mean, the main thing I do want to get across is we have started this because we wanted to expand representation. But the reason we want to expand representation is because that is how you increase the diversity of thought. That's how you increase the diversity of innovation. And so we spend a lot of time supporting partners and identifying part partners because we want to amplify their voices because we want to enable their solutions and services. We want to get them in the marketplace. We want other customers to see them. We want to increase partner engagement and we want to create opportunities where they can access things to build their growth, but also connect to other partners. And all of this is because our customers are asking for it. They are asking for diverse owned partners. They're asking to see your solutions and services. And so we're just amplifying it and supporting the growth of it. You know, uh, I, I'll, I'll add this. There was a recent article. I, I think it was my McKinsey article, but there was a recent study. Um, and, uh, and a number of articles that have, that have been out that have said, you know, um, companies have, have pulled back, right, in terms of 
their commitment here. You know, one of the things that we're saying, and, and I think hopefully by us literally showing up in these communities, continuing to drive programs, continuing to build, continue to help grow, continue to do things like this, where we're talking about this on, on the podcast, continue with our capital, con continuing with uh, programs like our capital program. That's, that's, you know, not only, we're not just paying lip service to this, you know, that's not what we're, what we're here to do. Our true goal, our mission is to empower every organization and individual on the planet to achieve more. And through that mission, we are looking at BAPG as an opportunity to help our partner ecosystem um, uh, make that mission a possibility. And so that's, that's where we are and, and, and excited to be in this space to do that. This is Danny, what I'm hearing that both of you say is that if you're a partner, you wanna grow, this is the time to do it. This is the location to do it. This is the team to work with because you guys are building the programs in order to help them grow. Regina, you spoke about access to capital, access to education, to programs, access to a dedicated partner development manager. Look, you don't have to, you don't have to be a $10 million a year, $20 million a year partner to get access to a, a dedicated partner development manager. Being part of this program gives you that access. This is going to help you grow your business. You talk about growth, growth, growth. I'm really excited about that. Access to capital programs, education, direct access to the both of you. That's awesome. Direct access to Daniel Icom. You are giving partners not only the hope, but you're giving them real tangible things that they can touch and grab to grow their, their practice. So Microsoft is changing so much every single July. Every single year we hear about new changes. We hear about new programs being developed. We hear about the new technology integrations. In fact, I see in the future, everything being done in teams, no matter what, even our training, our LMS package that we have can be done directly through teams, which we're really excited about. But what are the, some of the other trends that you're seeing that, that Microsoft is doing, that partners should be jumping on board and riding that train? You know, one of the things I'll say, we, we actually address this um, in the, in our in our tour, um, we we we've talked about this quite a bit, and that is you know our sales methodology is changing. All right, um, and if you've been a Microsoft partner for for a long time, you probably will understand this method, where um, where we might have let's say an EA that a that a sales team is trying to sell, we bring in the partner to do the service or what have you. Well, the cloud has basically transformed, as we all know, uh, that that the the economics of the sale how we go to market, how our partners are thinking about engaging, where they want to engage. And so providing, uh, we are focused on a methodology that really puts the customer at the center, like we've never done before. We've always had the customer as the priority, but the customer is at the center of that motion. If you're a partner today and you don't understand the current sales motion that Microsoft is moving towards, you're going to have, it's going to be a little bit more challenging. It's going to be challenging for you. We are making that shift. We, we are focused on helping our customers grow their business in a way that they haven't before. And so we have to think differently about our customers and how the customers are thinking about their business. That means that our partners have to think about how they sell, how they go to market, who they talk to, what that conversation is like, where we're engaging, and how to best leverage those resources. That's a trend that we're going to continue seeing. The other trend I think um, that we're going to continue seeing is just the the um, uh, the, the focus on on cloud AI ML uh, metaverse solutions. Um, what we the innovations that we're seeing in healthcare, comms across the board, right? So 
there are so many things that are rapidly changing. Two years ago, we weren't really talking as much about hybrid um, hybrid um, solutions, if you will, right? Now, hybrid is a is a standard, right? And so we are looking at the, the pace of business changing. We see economy and we see the headwinds ahead and in the, um, in the economy, like many of our um, uh, colleagues in the market, but we are really positioning, um, I think, the company for success as we move forward, but we're, we're, we are absolutely centered on our partner ecosystem coming along right there with us as we're beside them. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add to that one word that came to mind while you were speaking, especially when you mentioned hybrid and some of the downwinds that we are experiencing is productivity. How can you do more with less? How can you utilize the cloud to drive your business? How can you utilize digital transformation um, in ways that are different, not only for your own business, but for your customers? That's a huge need for many customers. And another uh, focus is industry. I know in several of our sessions, even in person and virtual, we've been very clear to have to have a clear motion about what you are doing, a very clear elevator pitch, you know, whatever it's called now to really, really showcase not only to sellers, but to customers, especially in these times, what your product is, what your services is, and how you are different. What is your differentiator? So as in a time when we're thinking through how to be more productive, as a time we're thinking through how to utilize cloud and how to really dig into industry, that is one of the major focuses that we are thinking through with with partners, but also what customers want to see. This is Danny. I, I love the fact that uh, you, you guys are feeding off each other. And that, that tells me you guys work really well together, despite being in different geographies, uh, one on the East Coast, one in the Midwest. I love that. I think that's fantastic. And one of the things I'd like to take to the next level at this moment is because you're both in leadership positions, uh, what you say, what you do has a big impact uh, in the communities that you work with and the ecosystem that you guys are running, driving the big value. And I think uh, Ogua said that you guys have a goal of driving a billion dollars and additional revenue and value uh, with the communities that you guys are working with. And I think that is fantastic. That's a huge number that you guys are gonna be carrying yourself. And one of the things I think about when I think about the both of you, and when I think about this community and the programs you guys are running, is a quote that Maya Angelou says. She said, a leader sees greatness in other people. He nor she can be much of a leader if all she sees is herself. And when I think about how you see the partners that you're bringing into the ecosystem, when I think about how you guys are looking at each and every one of them and saying, you have a story to tell, you have a product that the industry needs to buy, you have an ability to do more with less, we want to help you, we want to amplify you. What other leadership principles have you guys led in your own lives that have transpired because I see this every day. I've running across you guys. I see things online. I see the people that work for you and I see the work that they're putting on LinkedIn and the quotes are doing. But what I see and what I hear, and I've told you guys this many times, partners have told me personally, Danny, I am so grateful. Before I didn't even know Microsoft cared about me. I'm a small fish in a big pond, but with this initiative, with this program, I feel special and I've decided to go all in with Microsoft. I've seen partners migrate their existing workloads that are on other cloud programs, other cloud vendors, 
back over to Microsoft and you have seen the results, 600% growth, 1500% growth. We had a partner hit their five-year revenue goal in one year through the program that we've been leading with Microsoft. I I've just been so excited that the two of you and the work that you've been doing, bringing the leaders on board to speak to these partners, you've made them feel special. What other leadership principles have you guys been living by? Because we can see it. This is one that's near and dear, right? There, there are a few principles here that I think that we, uh, that, that we consistently live by, right? And so we want to make sure that we're creating clarity for, for our partners. We want to make sure that we're creating clarity for our customers. We want to generate some general enthusiasm, like authentic enthusiasm for what we're doing. You know, uh, the other piece here is that we're, we're obsessed about our customers, right? We're, we're obsessed about this space. We, we wake up thinking about our customers and how do we service our customers. And so even as we think through how do we develop this partner channel, right? How do, and why, we think about that through the lens of how will this support our customer, right? So we're, we're absolutely obsessed about uh, making sure that our customers have a great experience and that they're able to accomplish their their unique missions as well. I think one of the other things is, um, you know, we're constantly innovating, right? You know, this is, uh, this is, a, this is an, an area of opportunity for us all, right? And we see the pace of innovation increasing. And every day, I know Regina and I, you, you picked up on this really well. We, we talk every day, a few times a day, even though we're different time zones, different geos, and, and also with our team. And one of the things that we, that we talk about, about is how do we, continue to develop, right? How do we continue to iterate? How do we identify those, those gaps uh, between success and failure? How do we push the envelope um, and, and, and really move this forward? Because if we're not doing that boldly, if we're not doing that courageously, if we're not saying, hey, look, this, is, this might've been bred out of, uh, out of DEI or REI, but you know, the reality of it is, is that this is good as a, as a business method, right? This, is, this makes sense as our business. We have to go through each one of those pieces. We have to go through clarity. We have to go through generating and creating an energy and a momentum around this. We have to be obsessed, uh, obsessed about our customers. We have to reinforce uh, the importance of innovation at every level. And so as you've seen through our team, as you've seen through the engagement and and through the success that other partners have generated, hopefully these leadership values and principles that, that we have, that we live by, um, are, are seen through that work. And I, I, I think you know, that's one of the most amazing things about working with uh, Microsoft and, and even the partners that are doing some amazing work across this, uh, this country and across the globe is uh, we see when we have that match of, uh, of energy and enthusiasm and creativity and innovation and and leadership that great things happen. Man, I was, I was over here smiling. That is, first of all, that was a powerful answer, Ramel. And that is a good question, Danny and David. When you talked about leadership principles, my personal um, motto is about access. I used the word earlier, but I really, really believe that access to information is critical. And when you arm someone with information and resources, a connection opportunity, they will thrive. And I'm very passionate about that. But I actually saw another quote on LinkedIn recently. And the person said, really wanting to see other people win is a competitive advantage. Mm. And that resonated with me because 
what Ramel mentioned about this be, there being a business case for doing this work. This is why Microsoft calls you all partners and why they say things like partners make more possible. Because if you are thriving, we're thriving and it's a cyclical thing, right? So we're, we aren't just doing this just for, of course, it's a good thing to do, but we want to see you thrive because we thrive and then vice versa. And so seeing how you can find other ways to thrive, to be more competitive is critical for not only you all, but for us. And I think that is done by access, that is done by amplifying, by putting, bringing more people to the table, by increasing representation, and then also by being very honest. You'll see at our forums, we're very candid. This is what you're doing right, this is what you're doing wrong, and also share with us too. We want feedback too, because that's a true partnership. And um, that's what I thrive on. That's what the team thrives on. And even outside of Black Partner Growth Initiative, we align with many, many internal teams who are all focused on these types of motions because we see the value in this and we want as many others to see the value as well. That's powerful. This is David. And I'm so glad that you both are touching on that. And what I love is hearing the expectation that you have to not only have one or two offshoot stories, but to see more and more of these partners finding incredible success. And so what I want to ask, if we think about where we are in the state of our economy, and we talk about some of the challenges that organizations are feeling, we hear in the news about large firms in order to make numbers work their way, they've had to reduce staff or they've had to go lean. I want to ask you about growth and leveraging creativity. How is Microsoft, how are you weathering the storms and how are you leveraging creativity to provide extra resources, to provide these tools that you're talking about for these partners? Because when I see storms, and I think people can say this, you see storms, you hunker down or you see storms and you find the opportunity. How are you finding opportunities and how are you leveraging what I call creativity, that muscle, in order to find success for these partners. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on that? My first thought is you have to be agile. We, like any other company, we aren't immune to what's going on with the recession. And I think we see it, it even more because it impacts our partners and we see it, right? And so one of the things we've had to do, why I keep mentioning other internal teams, why I've mentioned external collaboration is because we've had to lean more into that. We can't do this work in a silo. So when uh, things change, we have to quickly figure out, okay, how do we adapt to that change? Not be scared of the change, not necessarily panic, but think through how do we adapt to this new normal? And then how do we consider maybe what we didn't see before? Maybe there was a team we could have worked with before, but we were operating a certain way. But now you have to think differently. And change can be scary, but sometimes change can bring about innovation that you would not have seen. And now is the time to see it. And it's been awesome connecting with new internal teams. Like, oh, you're doing that? Great. We're doing this too. You're doing things that can support our partners. Let's collaborate. The same externally, working with Black Channel Partner Alliance and other you know, women in cloud, IMCP and Advita. I know we've done great work together. Those type of relationships, especially when things get tough, have to be strengthened or, or you will be on an island by yourself, even a big company like Microsoft. So, and so 
that's when partnership and collaboration becomes even more critical so we can innovate together. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a powerful message there. And, you know, one of the uh, one of the pieces here that I think about here is that, you know, adversity and challenges bring innovation, right? They drive innovation. They drive the spirit of innovation and thinking creatively, right? And so no matter what the economic conditions, right, or the health conditions of, of, uh, of the economy, you know, the last two years, you know, in 2020, if we would have said 80% of our meetings might be taking place on teams um, versus in an office, Right, no one in, in 2019, December of 2019, would have really, really have, uh, have seen that. I mean, what what did that do for that product? What did that do for the partner ecosystem that developed some really innovative solutions on top of that? What did that do for the services companies that were implementing tools and solutions on top of that platform? Right, and so when we think about wherever we are, right, um, we think about this in terms of driving innovation as a uh, not as a um, as an option, but as a mandatory way uh, in order to do our business and to think about our business, right? Business and, and our industry is uh, is not rigid, right? It's it's built on this creative dynamic that that requires one to be agile. We see societal changes, economic changes. These things are are constant, right? The only thing that remains constant is change, and so to adapt to that. Um, organizations like Microsoft and, and like our partners have to continue adapting uh, to the to the needs of the marketplace. We are here to to service our customers. We are here to to drive an impact in this world. We're here to empower millions of, of companies, billions of people that use our products, services, and solutions on a daily basis. And in order to provide the best uh, uh, experience possible so that they can meet their full potential, we have to continue to innovate and create. That has to be part of the, heart, the heartbeat of whatever we do. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is David again, and I love that you guys have shared that, and it's true. You have to be flexible. You have to be moldable. You have to adapt. 
you have to find opportunities when others may not see opportunities. And I love that you guys have been resilient in that way. And it can be very easy to say, well, because we're a large organization, we could do that. No, every organization is facing or at least being challenged with making decisions that will best suit them for success going forward. And it seems like you guys have done that. I, I wanna talk about some of the partner communities you support. You support the Black Channel Partner Alliance, IAMCP, Women in Cloud. Can you speak about your partnerships with them and maybe also touch on the organizations outside of Microsoft that you're leveraging to help some of the Black partners grow their own practices? The Black Channel Partner Alliance has been really, really, really um, supportive. In fact, they were the ones that we first uh, talked to when we were building out this program because we realized we can't do this in a silo. And we said, these are some of the things that we are thinking about doing and we got feedback from them. They're driving great work um, to also create economic growth for Black, Black partners. And we have the closest relationship with them. But in terms of the partner-led communities, you really can't scale this type of work in general with partners without partner-led communities. So it's, we've been very fortunate to collaborate with IAMCP, um, especially President Eddie, Eddie Bader, who has been so supportive of this work, plugging in the partners within BBGI to opportunities that they have, Women in Cloud and Chaitra who greatly supported uh, the Black Channel Partner Alliance's Accelerator has been phenomenal and seeing the growth they are doing with women, Women in Tech Network, also working with women, Voices of Innovation, which isn't a partner-led community, but really is thinking through how we work with partners. There are several um, initiatives, several programs who are working with different segments of partners, because if you can strengthen different communities, then the whole ecosystem thrives. And it's been really powerful to work with these separate groups. And we want to work with them even deeper because they're already out in the community. They understand what it means to be a business. And those are the type of communities we want to continue to work with. And I will let Ramel talk about some of the other external partnerships we've had. I know we've sponsored several things. And even if it's just listening, you know, to different people within organizations, educational organizations, government organizations, listening is key for us because that is how you really create something that actually impacts the community. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things here uh, that we that we think about um, quite often is that not only are the associations so important, critical to 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 the work that we're doing. Um, whether that, those are um, uh, chambers or other business associations that that we're that we're partnering with in the communities, but one other one other area that we think about is how do we leverage our partners? How do we work with our customers as partners as well, right? And putting into a, a PDP play to a certain degree, right? Because our customers are driving some really innovative solutions, and they're part of this ecosystem. So you've heard us talk about the ecosystem. Our ecosystem consists of external partners like associations or what have you, our, our partner businesses and technology companies. Sometimes that also includes our customers. I'm gonna bring it in though. Um, I know this is probably uh, beyond kind of the, the initial question, but I think it's an important piece. Not only are we looking at our external partners, we're looking at our internal partners as well, right? And so Microsoft is, um, has this unique ability that we have amazing product teams, right? So if we're looking at Azure, if we're looking for, at Microsoft for startups, right? If you're 
a new partner, you're in a, creating an innovative solution, and you're net new, does Microsoft for startups work for you? Do you fit that profile? So we're making those connections. M12 is another group, our team's business, right? Our Azure um, business. So we look at this not only from our external partnerships, which are incredibly important, but also connecting our partner community to our internal, um, uh, to our internal teams that are partnering with BAPQ um, to drive this work forward as well, which is critical because part of what we do is ensuring that we're creating a vibrant ecosystem for innovation um, so that our partners can thrive and so that our partners can grow. And part of that, part of that motion is to ensure that they are connected um, where it makes sense to our internal, to our internal um, groups and teams that are driving some amazing work as well. This is Danny. I think that's really exciting because the, the fact that you're leveraging the partners to be innovative, you're supporting them, you're making sure they have their uh, direct resources need. But you know, one of the partners that went through this accelerator recently this past month, they actually attended the roadshow when you were here in Dallas. Uh, they received a great opportunity because we say, hey, publish a solution in the marketplace. And believe it or not, the solution took off. They're now in uh, opportunities in the UK and Australia. Like a small awesome. partner here, awesome. and then expanded to UK and Australia, all because we said, "Hey, you can't graduate from the program without creating a product and put it in the marketplace." And <laughs> well, believe it or not, it was just so amazing. They say, "Danny, Danny, it worked." I'm like, "What are you that's talking about? What worked? Our product. We're getting recognition. It's getting in the marketplace. Not only that, we can't do it because we're not out there." So they leveraged other partners within the communities that you you guys are mentioning to actually help them with the work in the UK and as well as in Australia. So we're just so excited, and it was, all came up to the roadshow. The party came out, gave me a big hug, and just talked about how amazing this was. I think we we got a couple of testimonies. We just need to share and tell our community. Oh, Look, please do. We, yes. we would love that. I mean, this <laughs> this has actually made my week. I, I tell you, this this is made, this story is why we do what we do. This that's why we are in this business. It's why we are committed to growing this Baptist ecosystem. It's why we were doing the roadshow to connect to hear this story. And that let me just add. I mean, the Dallas roadshow was September the twenty eighth. I think somewhere around there. So. Yes. Um, so that's been just over a month and a half ago, basically, right? Two months ago since that roadshow um, and we're sitting here and they've actually seen growth. See, that's what it takes. When, when we're focused on creating an environment for success, we, we see our companies um, flourish. And so you've made, I know you, you've made our day here, right? Regina, I hate to say, <laughs> I'm not speaking for you. I'm just saying, I'm feeling a smile on that side of the phone. You know, so this this is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. No, this is fantastic. Partner was so happy with the work that Microsoft did. They're one of the few partners that said, look, we were divided. We were amongst a couple of cloud companies. And in fact, because of this program and because of the work that Microsoft did to make us feel as if we're being seen, we decided to go all in and we're helping them create a partner enablement, training, education, and of course, a channel strategy. It's, it's just really exciting. Uh, there's so much great news. So what we're trying to tell our audience, look, if you thought about growing your business and you're an entrepreneur, and you're a leader, and you want to make an impact, not only in your community, but a global impact, go all in with these leaders here 
and let them help you with resources, access to education, access to capital, but also access to other partners. You don't have to try to do it all yourself. There are other partners who have specialties who may be in a specific geo or may have a specific specialty within Microsoft. They can help you. Now, let's get back to one of the things you guys talked about in the very beginning, events. You talked about the fact that you've been to all these locations, going to Charlotte, back to Atlanta. I hope one day you, you'll come down here to Austin. I know I'm, I'm, I'm saying that selfishly because I'm in Austin, but you have this annual conference coming up, and I think this is something that we need to announce. If you're a partner and you want to meet all the Microsoft executives, not just uh, Ramel, not just Regina, but you want to meet all the Microsoft executives that actually sponsor this program, they're going to be in Redmond, Washington, and they're actually inviting all of you to attend this conference. So, Regina, Ramel, can you tell the audience a little bit more about this annual conference coming up in April and why it's crucial that people attend if they really want to meet the movers and shakers and really want to meet the key executives that are actually helping these partners to grow their practice? You know, R Regina and I have talked about the, the, the value of attending the, uh, the roadshow that, that, we're, that we're having in terms of the innovation forms. Um, and that's been, that's been critical. We've seen, uh, I mean, the story that you just shared, right, with your partner that is now in multiple countries with the solution, growing, uh, growing, doing well only after two months um, is, is a great story. When we, when we uh, think about uh, the event that we're looking at in, in April, I think April 12th, and we're going to provide some additional details in the next coming weeks on our, um, on our BAPGI site. Um, one of the one of the key things here is like how do we we're going to focus on innovation. We're focusing on creating an innovative you know uh, ecosystem. We've talked about innovation on this podcast. We've talked about innovation uh, throughout this fiscal year in FY23. Um, you've heard us talk about kind of the focus that we have on growing uh, companies' business. This is what it's going to be centered around. It's really going to be centered around growth. It's going to be centered around leveraging innovation to grow your company. And good things happen when you have great ideas in the same room. And so when we see the, 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 the partners connecting with each other, when we see uh, not only our executives, right, um, that, are, that are in the room, but, but others that are on the ground, in the field, in front of customers, selling, co-selling with partners, um, when we highlight those companies that have done great work, right, we're positioning ourselves um, as a community to do even better, to, um, to, to really accomplish that mission that we, that we set out for. So that's, that's where we are. Um, you're going to hear a lot more about that as we um, uh, begin to start publishing the agenda and sending out uh, our invite shortly. You know, um, uh, BCPA is, is, a, is a key partner of ours where we, we expect and, uh, and we're looking forward to seeing them at the table and so many others um, that have been part of this initiative and part of this community. I guess you're going to have David and I as speakers. <laughs> Come on you know down. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Well, we're excited about that. And we're looking forward to the annual conference. I know that the Black Channel Partner Alliance, the board members, the executive team, and a lot of the partner community members will also be there in April. Let me ask you, as we bring this to a close, are there any books besides the Talk It Up book that you have in your library? Are there any books, any podcasts you're listening to personally, anything that helps you to stay on the edge? What's helping you to stay inspired to continue to lead the way that you're leading? I have a book. I 
So one focus that uh, Microsoft is thinking about is digital natives, those who are born in the cloud, so younger entrepreneurs. And when I was looking more into that, there's this book that came up about entrepreneurship and about adapting to change. It's called Build for Tomorrow by Jason Pfeiffer. So I've been listening to it on Audible, and it's really talking about recognizing and collaborating, all the things that we said, collaborating on opportunities. We're talking about the what's going on with the economy and how you can be agile and resilient. And one of the key things about the book is how human beings often don't adapt to change until they're forced to. So it's talking about being proactive before crises happen to really see around the corner to think through how can I be innovative right now? How can I prepare for change? And even if change takes me by surprise, how can I bounce back and be resilient? And it's been really awesome. I haven't finished the book, so I hope it's still good by the time I get to the end. <laughs> but it's been really awesome to think through, you know, why people think change is terrifying and how you can change that philosophy in your head and adapt to the new normal and prepare for change and then be innovative before it even happens, right? So it's been really exciting. So it's called Build for Tomorrow by Jason Pfeiffer. I'll say this, Regina, this is David. I actually met the author and we had an incredible conversation Good. about a month ago at a conference and he's agreed to come on Twins Talk It Up in the new oh my year goodness. So he, wow. he, it was an incredible conversation we had. Dan, I have personal signed copies of the book. And so I will echo what you're saying. Incredible book, great content. Get your hands on it. It's fantastic. Romel, what about you? You know, the one that I the one that I am reading here, which I which I think is a really special book, is the uh, the age of AI in our human future. And so this is a book um, by Kissinger and Aaron and Daniel um, Lockinger, I think Headlocker. Um, and it's really interesting because one of the things that it focuses on is it focuses really on three areas, right? Um, and it's a nexus of the three. One, um, where technology is moving, where AI is taking us, what the possibilities of AI are um, for, uh, for humanity, for business, for industry, for society. But the other thing that it actually does, um, it does a great job of laying out what the policy case could be, the policy impact, as well as um, a, uh, the philosophical uh, implications, right, uh, for, for leveraging AI. I mean, things like uh, reality, you know, uh, thinking about what reality um, really is, particularly as we look at solutions or technologies that encompass like the metaverse and, and the growth of AI. And, you know, it, it raises some real, really amazing like philosophical questions that we need to think about um, as, as AI continues to grow and develop and uh, as it continues to mature and as we use it in more commonplace uh, activities. And so I, th I think it's an amazing book. Um, if you are a policy wonk, if you are a, you like to geek out on both tech and on, uh, and on philosophy. Well, yeah. this has been a incredible conversation. We are thrilled that you two were able to join us how can partners get engaged today? How is Microsoft, how is the BIPG Black Partner Growth Initiative helping to increase diversity of thought and innovation? How are they welcoming it? How are they amplifying the voice of the Black partner? You might feel like a small fish 
in this vast ocean of technology. But with the right partnerships, the right resources and access, you can find incredible success and eventually become one of those sharks or wells as well. Be sure to keep up with the Microsoft Black Partner Growth Initiative. Attend one of the innovation tour stops like the one coming up in Atlanta on December the 8th and make plans to attend the annual conference in April. We're gonna be sure to leave links below so you can find these two incredible leaders, so you can find information about the Black Partner Growth Initiative and that you can attend upcoming events. Regina, Ramel, thank you for joining us. Thank you for gracing our podcast platform and for informing our audience of the incredible work that you guys are doing and the opportunities that they have as well going forward. Thank you for joining Twins Talk It Up. Thank you for having us. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.